Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grieving is difficult. I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, you'll discover what you are experiencing physically and emotionally is normal. Healing is possible. Remember, love always wins. Life will get better. Episode 51. I started paying attention to the words I was using, and I found myself making excuses. Each time I found myself making an excuse for not doing something, I stopped. I wouldn't allow myself to do it. That was a good suggestion from Em. I wasn't sure what she meant about making peace with the past and letting it go, but I was going to find that out this morning when we met. That's what this episode is about, and as a spoiler alert, what she wanted me to do was going to be very difficult. And yet, looking at it from a distance, what I did was the key to my healing. It was so important. Well, I see Em coming. I'm sitting in the coffee shop, staring out the window, waiting for her. She's pulling in with her pickup truck. She's not afraid of squeezing into tight spaces. I got up and walked to the barista and ordered her drink. I know what she likes, a large coffee with an extra shot of espresso. Em came into Starbucks and waved to me and joined me at our table. I rose to greet her. We hugged. Em did her ray check thing before sitting down. She took hold of her coffee, raised it to her nose, and smelled the fragrance before she took a sip. Em sat and put the coffee down on the table. She smiled and said, The coffee's perfect, Ray. Are you ready to make peace with the past? No small talk, Em. Em smiled. I'm not giving you a chance to avoid a difficult discussion. Making peace with the past is the only way you'll be able to let go and move on. It's all part of the healing process, Ray. It's a tough but necessary step. I had to make peace with the past. It wasn't easy for me, and it won't be easy for you. There will be intense emotional pain for you, but you're stronger than the pain. Eventually, you're going to have to do it if you want to move on with your life. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say, make peace with the past? I thought I knew what I was talking about, but most times when I think that, I don't have a clue. But I tossed something out at her anyway, and I said, you're asking me to make peace with Babe's death. I think. My stomach tied itself in knots that would make any sailor proud. Not exactly, Ray. It's more than that. I'm asking you to make peace with Barb's loss. When Barb died, you lost your treasure. In many ways, it's all about you and the way you've tied yourself to the past. I am here to guide you as you remove the sutures to your wounds. I can't do that for you. You have to do it, and you have to do it all by yourself. Babe's death left a gaping and open wound within me, Em. Right now, my wounds are still fresh and raw. Although I know I'm making progress, I think it's going to take a long time. We're all wounded, Ray. Every person in here is wounded. Not the same way as you, but they carry wounds and scars. Wounds heal and leave scars. We all carry scars. Our scars are an important part of our story. Each scar is sacred, Ray. Each of us purchased our scars at great cost. You're transforming your raw wounds into holy scars. In time, each scar will be a reminder of Barb's death and the grieving you endured. More importantly, Ray, each scar will become the symbol of choosing to live. The symbols are part of the story, but not the whole story. 
The doorway to healing for you, Ray, is to make peace with the past. Don't be afraid of letting go. I'm not sure I want to let go, Em. Em spread her hands on the table and she said, Trust love. Love works in mysterious ways to all who are open to its miraculous power. It expresses itself as a gentle summer's breeze or the morning song of a mockingbird. You're ready to take the next step, Ray. I know you are. I want you to remember the love Barb and you shared. I hyphenated remember because I want you to reconnect. I want you to reconnect to your good memories of Barb. It's a difficult task to remember and reconnect as you step into the future. It is part of the dance you're learning. The reconnecting will give you the strength to go on. How am? What I'm suggesting, you'll have to do it at home. Don't do it at the coffee shop and keep a box of Kleenex nearby. I don't like the sound of this, Em. You think it was easy for me, Ray? Do you think I want to see you suffer? No, of course it wasn't easy for you, Em, and I know you don't want to see me suffer. When someone we love dies, it's a tragedy, Ray. When the survivor refuses to go on embracing the gift of life, it dwarfs the tragedy. Life is a gift. Live life to its fullness. You don't want to compound the tragedy of Barb's death, do you? Em's words took me aback. I hadn't thought of it that way. No, I don't want to compound Babe's death and make it more tragic. What you have to do will be hard, Ray. It's part of your path through. If you decide if you have the strength to take this path, and if you decide to wait to take this path, I understand. I'll still be here for you. I hesitated, then said, Okay, Em, what do I have to do? I want you to write four letters to Barb. Write each letter as if Barb were in the next room. In your first letter, ask Barb for forgiveness for words and actions you left unspoken or undone. Ask for her forgiveness for any pain you caused. Ask her for forgiveness for each time you made her feel less than a beautiful creature of a loving God. The second letter is your love letter to Barb. Write it as if you were going to place it on her pillow, and when she goes to bed tonight, she will see it and read it. In your third letter, tell Barb how much you miss her. Tell her about the emptiness you feel. In the fourth letter, tell Barb about the lessons she taught you by the way she loved you, went about her business, and interacted with others. I listened in stunned silence, thinking of the deep pain that would come from writing these letters. I said with a hint of sarcasm in my voice, Is that all? Em ignored me. Don't write perfect letters. Let your heart guide your head. Let the words flow as if they were coming from a river overflowing its banks. Heart writing matters now. Heart words matter now, Ray. Em waited for a moment, waiting for me to process everything she said. My heart raced as I contemplated the task in front of me. I can already feel there are emotions scrambling to the surface, Em. You're right, Ray. It won't be easy. In each letter, you'll be speaking with the one who captured your heart, mind, and soul. Em smiled. We'll get together when you finish the letters. Don't rush writing them. If you need time between writing them, take a day off, but no more. I nodded. Ciao, Em said, and she left the coffee shop. We did not hug. She understood I was working through raw emotions and needed to be alone. I went home. I was not ready to write. I went for a walk. I prayed the rosary as I walked. A monarch butterfly followed me for a short distance. Was it a sign, I wondered? A mockingbird sat atop a bush a few feet from me and stared at me as I walked by. It didn't move. 
I said hello and kept on walking. In the following episodes, each episode will be one of the letters. The letters all came from my heart. These letters allowed me to say things that I kept repressed for too long a time. It was now the time to let them come to the surface. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Know that healing is possible. You will get better. Just stay strong, stay the course, and never, ever quit. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to get notification of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side, at www.dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting. If you have any questions about my grieving experience, I want to share your grieving experience with me. Please email me at ray.breeze, B-R-E-S-E, at gmail.com. Have a great day, stay strong, and never quit, never give up.